Hey, good morning. It's Patricia Murphy. It's Tuesday. This is Seattle Now. Back in 2018, Amazon launched Amazon Go, called it the store of the future, where customers can walk in, grab what they need, and go. No cashier, no line. On Friday, the retail giant announced they would close eight of those stores, including in Seattle. It's another cost-cutting measure the company says is part of its streamlining plan to get it right in other just-walk-out locations. Lauren Rosenblatt, the Seattle Times Amazon reporter, is here to help us make sense of the company's latest moves. But first, let's get you caught up. They were only tiny tots when the pandemic began, but the effects of COVID are surfacing as preschoolers start school. Developmental screenings assess if children are where they should be. Those are down 17 percent between 2019 and 2022, a problem even more pronounced in low-income students and students of color. Those benchmarks of readiness go beyond curriculum to things like potty training and social skills. Washington's Early Childhood Education and Assistance Program is asking state lawmakers to help with the money to put more teachers in classrooms because they anticipate it will take years for the youngest learners to catch up. Great news for Seahawks fans. Quarterback Geno Smith is headed back to Seattle on a three-year contract. The score's Jordan Schultz reported the news. Smith won the Associated Press's Comeback Player of the Year award this season after leading the NFL in completion percentage. Now that the Hawks have their quarterback, they can look to next month's NFL draft, where they have the fifth overall pick. And keep an eye out for Seattle Public Library's new Short Stories to Go. The library partnered with French publishing company Short Edition to bring you their short story dispensers. Patrons can choose to print a one, three, or five-minute short story by a local author. You can read it right there or take it with you. The short story dispenser will move around the city, but for right now, you can find one on the third floor of the Seattle Central Library. There's another one at the Station Coffee in Beacon Hill. Change is inevitable, and at Amazon, change is coming in left and right. Let's talk about Amazon. Amazon's biggest layoffs ever start tomorrow. Amazon will require employees to return to work in person. Amazon is pausing construction on its second headquarters in Virginia. And now the retail giant announced it's shuttering eight of its cashless just-walk-out stores come April 1st. Stores in New York City, San Francisco will close, and two in Seattle, locations already closed, won't reopen. New stores are on the table, just not in Seattle proper. What's next for Amazon in this region, and will the city be part of it? Good questions. Lauren Rosenblatt is here with some insight. She's the Amazon reporter for the Seattle Times. Lauren, really glad you're here. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. So this same time last year, the company announced that it would close 68 physical retail stores and shift attention to stores like Amazon Fresh, Whole Foods Market, and Amazon Go. Now they're closing some of those Amazon Go stores. Let's talk about what happened. Yeah, so Amazon has said they're still committed to Amazon Go and Amazon Fresh. So they're not going to get rid of that grocery and convenience store format, but they are looking to kind of reevaluate some of the formatting. They're looking at all their stores, considering some leases to maybe get out of, some stores to close. 
some new ones to open. You know, they haven't given a ton of specifics. On Friday, they said they're making optimization decisions along the way. That idea has come up a lot of the optimization and efficiencies. One analyst noticed after Amazon's most recent earnings call that they mentioned the word streamlining and efficiencies like five or six times. So that's definitely something they're paying attention to with their business overall. In terms of the grocery format, they haven't really said what it is that they're looking for, but they have said they want to focus on refining the format in some way. What have they said about the reasoning behind this? How are they thinking about what stores to close and where to reopen? Because these are supposed to be the stores of the future and the rollout was supposed to be part of it. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting question. And I think there's probably a lot of factors that make that hard to determine. The two stores that they're closing in Seattle were already temporarily closed. And when they closed those, they said, it was related to crime concerns, and now they've just chosen to not reopen them. They didn't mention crime <laughs> when I talked to them on Friday. They just said that that was the original decision to close them. But there hasn't been much talk about it since last year. And then they did recently announce that they're bringing their workers back to the office. And again, didn't mention anything about public safety in that announcement. But they're also starting this new format in the suburbs where they're hoping to bring the Amazon Go stores closer to customers' homes. Um, so those are the ones that you've seen opening here. One opened in Mill Creek last year and in Puyallup um, last month. You know, and I want to talk about actually customer experience, right? Because you could say that this kind of cashless store is an adjustment for people. And I know personally that I would call that uh, experience efficient, but not completely comfortable for me as a customer. How is Amazon thinking about bridging that gap? Yeah. So the way the Just Walk Out technology works is there's a little turnstile when you walk in the store and you can either put in your credit card information, your Amazon account information, or in some places, just use your palm and it'll connect to your Amazon account as well. And then once you're in the store, the technology keeps track of what you're picking up and putting down. And then when you're done shopping, you just walk out of the store and it charges you later. It takes out that cashier process in any of the checkout lines and things like that. So they started that in in Seattle, you know, several years ago. And since then, they've expanded to different areas um, and the different store formats like the suburban stores. And they've also expanded to some other locations like Climate Pledge to put the same technology into different formats and see how it works there. Um, you know, they say all the time that they listen to customers feedback um, and, you know, are always looking to improve upon their technology and, and continue innovating. They haven't really said anything specific about what has worked and what hasn't. On their earnings call last month, the CEO, Andy Jassy, did talk about how the grocery business kind of is a, a hybrid of people who want to order online completely, people who want to shop in person completely, and people who want to do a mix of both. So they are looking to capture that that kind of mix of options so that they can serve every customer. Yeah, we're definitely in an emerging retail experience post-pandemic. A lot of things seem to have shifted, but they haven't really completely obviously landed somewhere. You know, Amazon just ushered in this walkout tech. Where are they focusing on innovation or are they just pushing out the same ideas and being more conservative about it at this point? Again, training customers to maybe accept this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Amazon has been on 
a like cost cutting, slimming down drive for, for the last couple of months. But throughout all of that, they said that they're still committed to innovation. And they've listed a couple of specific areas that they plan to focus on. That includes Prime Video and its entertainment business, its voice assistant Alexa, its grocery business, um, its healthcare division, which, you know, it's rolled out a couple of new things there, um, including a prescription delivery service and um, a new clinic for some online services. Um, it's also mentioned its satellite division, Project Kuiper, um, which is meant to bring broadband to more rural areas, and its self-driving division called Souks, uh, which just had its big milestone in California, where they are based. But then, of course, some of those those places are where they have made some job cuts, particularly um, in its Alexa division. So they are slimming down in some of that still. Well, with the buzz of news around the tech industry slimming down, it makes sense why companies like Amazon read as economic indicators for what's to come for other companies. How are you thinking about all these changes and closures? Yeah, sure. It's it's definitely interesting to see it all happening together and, and taking it as part of the big picture. Um you know, there, there's been a lot of a lot of changes at once and a lot that they're reevaluating from closing the bookstores last year to now closing the grocery stores and then the job cuts, of course. CEO Andy Jazzy said in February of this year that they kind of started all of this, this like cost cutting drive that they've been on because they realized they had more capacity than they needed in kind of all parts of its business, um, which was seen um, earlier in the warehouse business. You know, they were starting to sublease some of their spaces and now it's kind of being felt across other parts of the business. So in realizing that, they started to evaluate things and Jazzy said they were looking for the big needle movers, which is kind of an interesting way to think about how they're looking at all their different parts of their business and and which ones they're choosing to focus on in the future. Really interesting. Lauren Rosenblatt, Amazon reporter for the Seattle Times. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Seattle Now. Today's episode was produced by Brandy Fullwood. The show is also produced by Caroline Chamberlain Gomez, Jenny Cecil Moore, Claire McGrain, Brooklyn Jamerson Flowers, and Vaughn Jones. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Patricia Murphy. See you tomorrow. Thank you.